Let's get this party started. In this episode, I'll look back over the last month's happenings. We'll go into the song Once on a Real David City. I'll quickly mention what's happening in next month's episode as I'll need your help on this one. And we'll see the episode out with another chapter of The Christmas Carol as heard from an old vinyl recording. Hello everyone and welcome to the August episode of Tinsel Tunes, which is also the first episode of Season 4. We've just had our third birthday, but more on that shortly. If you are a regular listener, then welcome back, and as we get closer to this year's Christmas season and people find the podcast, we'll get lots of new listeners. So, if that's you, then welcome aboard this magical musical train. It's great to have you here, and don't forget to follow us on Facebook. I also have an Instagram, Discord and Twitter, but to be honest, I don't really go on those as much as Facebook. I do have a Ko-Fi account and a Patreon account. A link for both of those can be found on tinseltunes.com. These are for the people who would like to financially support the podcast. However, these are by no means expected, but hugely appreciated. For instance, I received monetary tips from two people in the live stream. They know who they are, as they are regular listeners. That has enabled me to upgrade my WordPress hosting from the free limited plan to a paid plan, which will remove all the advertising from the tinseltunes.com website. So once again, thank you very much both of you. Now, as I mentioned the word advertising, I'll be refreshing and simplifying the merchandise available for purchase over the next month or so. I'll post up the new or revamped designs over on our Facebook page, if that's something you're into purchasing. Once again, not expected, but hugely appreciated. And so to bring you up to date since the last episode, the seasons are about to change. Yay! And for me, it will be spring next week. And for most of you, it'll be autumn. And I hear your summer has been brutal. Our winter has been mild to say the least, so we don't get snow here where I live. That's further down south in the aptly named South Island. It's not all great weather and smiles though, and I would imagine you've heard that the Delta variant has finally penetrated our defences and plunged us into a countrywide lockdown. It's been a couple of weeks now, so let's see where we go from here. Another great thing happened was, we celebrated our third birthday on the 22nd, which was Sunday New Zealand time, with a live stream. That was pretty fun for me, we played some music, watched some videos of New Zealand Christmas commercials and played a couple of Christmas light videos from the top 5 songs used in the Christmas light displays episode a few months ago. I had set up Zoom to let people join the stream, however that didn't go according to plan. I got to talk to Chris from Christmas Time in the City podcast for a few minutes and even though the lag was horrendous it was still great seeing him. And Todd from the Christmas Clatter podcast tried as well from his work truck, but I hadn't set it up to work from mobile. And mind you, what's live streaming if there aren't any technical issues, right? That won't put me off though, and I want to do more of them. Maybe a Halloween episode. So, that's the intro and the update. So let's get into this episode. As mentioned, this month's song is The Christmas Carol, Once in Royal David City. When you search for Once in Royal David City in YouTube to find popular versions, the first thing you'll discover is that this is an extremely popular song for choirs to sing. The first page is full of offerings by various church choirs like King's College and All Saints Church from Oyster Mouth in Swansea, or the St Paul's Cathedral Choir 
and many more. So what makes this song so popular with church choirs? Well, that's probably because it's a poem that had music added to it and then it became a hymn through the church. Originally written as a poem by Cecil Francis Humphreys, born 1818 in Dublin, Ireland, and married to the Angular clergyman William Alexander, who was Archbishop of Armagh, Ireland, until her death in 1895. The poem made its way into a hymn book compiled by Cecil called Hymns for Little Children, which was aimed at children, and was published in 1848. Along with Once in a Royal David City, the book also included a couple of other well-known titles by Cecil, All Things Bright and Beautiful, and There is a Green Hill Far Away. A year later, the English organist Harry John Gauntlet discovered the poem and set it to music. Born in 1805, Henry John Gauntlet was a lawyer at the assistance of his father, and he practiced law until 1844, after which he switched to and devoted the rest of his life to music. He became an organist at a number of London churches, and in his time he edited many hymn books and wrote over a thousand hymn tunes, although his setting of Once in a Royal David City to the tune Irby is his most famous. One thing that's become clear in all the episodes that we've done is the impact that these songs and these people have on modern life that they had no idea was ever going to happen. You can imagine bringing them into the modern life and seeing the expressions on their face and feel the emotions as they see the impact that their work and their lives have had on what we experience today. It reminds me of the episode of Doctor Who where the Doctor goes back in time and visits Van Gogh and at the end of that episode brings him into the modern world and you can see how moved he is to see the inspiration that his work and his life has had on not just the art world but on life in general. So speaking of King's College, this song plays a huge part in their seasonal celebrations each year which thankfully they put on YouTube for others to enjoy. Let's take a quick listen to the King's College version. This is from the video shot in 2015 and I'll leave some of it running in the background as I talk over top of it. Once in the royal David city stood Back in 1919, the Festival of Nine Lessons and Carols at the King's College Chapel, Cambridge, had begun its Christmas Eve service with Dr. Arthur Henry Mann's arrangement of Once in a Royal David City, who was the organist at King's College between 1876 and 1929 as the Progressional Hymn. The festival has run every year since 1919, and Mann's arrangement, the first verse is sung by a boy chorister of the college choir as a solo. The second verse is sung by the choir, and the congregation joins in. The third verse. Excluding the first verse, the hymn is accompanied by the organ. <laughs> <laughs> 
According to the tradition of the King's College Choir, the soloist of this hymn is usually chosen right before the performance when the choir master decides whose voice is the strongest on the day prior to the start of the broadcast. This carol was the first recording at the King's College Choir under organist and choir master of King's College Chambridge between 1929 and 1957, Boris Ord, made for EMI in 1948. Let's have a bit of a look at the lyrics. So these are based on Luke chapter 2 verses 4 to 7. The hymn tells the story of Jesus' birth in a place called Royal David City. But where was this place? So before we get deep into religious scripture and history, I would just like to put a caveat out there that uh, that's not a strong point of mine. So I'm trusting the research that I found on the internet that what I'm about to say is correct. If something isn't correct, please let me know and I'll put a little bit in next month's episode to correct the records. So the Hebrew Bible, which says that the city of Bethlehem is identified as the city where David was from and where he was crowned as the king of Israel. The carol focuses on the humble and the lowly origins of Jesus Christ, born in a cattle shed or stable, but destined to become the saviour of all mankind. The six stanzas tell of the different stages of his life. The first two stanzas tell of his birth and how he came into the world in much less than ideal conditions for any baby to be born in, let alone the Son of God. Born where animals live, sleep, eat, etc. So rather than me sing it or even just speak the words with a monotone Kiwi accent, I thought we would use the King College Cambridge 2008 version and I'll play that stanza by stanza. So the first stanza goes... And the second stanza carries on that theme. The third and fourth stanzas could be somewhat controversial by today's standards by supporting Victorian child raising standards, whereas children must obey their parents, weren't unruly, and be good at all times, where children were seen as helpless and weak.
case it was hard to hear, those last two lines were, And he felt for our sadness, and he shareth in our gladness. The fifth stanza sees Jesus as an adult, and is seen as the saviour of mankind, and his ascent to heaven where mankind can follow him there. And the last stanza highlights Jesus' rise from his lowly stables on earth to beside God in heaven and where those who follow him there will see him again where we all shine like stars. Now if you did find some of those lyrics hard to hear, just quickly whip the song title with song lyrics into Google and you'll be presented with them, no hassles. So as mentioned at the top of the segment, I went onto YouTube to find some popular versions that we could showcase. And except for the choir versions, I didn't find any. Now I don't recall any of the big artists actually singing the song. So I went to Google and I typed in which popular artists sang Once in a Royal David City? And once again, very little came up in regards to the big artists like Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra and all those ones. So I went to my relatively large Christmas music record collection and none of the albums that I had there listed this song on any of the jackets. So I know one version from a band that you've heard me mention before called Matthew Green's Orchestral Rainbow. So I'll play a snippet of that one here. But please, if you know of a version that's worth uh, sharing with everybody else, please get hold of me either at tinseltoonspodcast at gmail.com or if you see the post on Facebook advertising the release of this episode, feel free to comment on that. I would love to hear other versions and share them with everybody else. So here is Matthew Green's Orchestral Rainbows, Once in Real David City. Oh, and remember, this was the fifth track off their album Christmas Now and Then, which was released in Australia and New Zealand back in 1974. I'm going to play the whole thing as it is only a minute and 42 long. (laughs) 
Watch out. Better not pout. Better not cry. I don't have time for any more of your shenanigans. Next month's episode I'm going to need a hand with. That's because next month's episode is going to be about country Christmas music. Now I know what you're going to say. I've already read some of the comments on a teaser poster put out last month. But country music is not my forte. And there's a lot of Christmas country music out there as I found when I was researching for Up on the Housetop. So I wanted to showcase some of it next month. Now I have a really loyal listener who will remain anonymous until next month who has supplied me with her top five favourite country Christmas songs to showcase on the episode. But I also want you guys to reply to a post which I'll put out after we release this episode. So stay tuned and watch out for that one on Facebook. Whereas rather than go into a history of a song, I just want to showcase some country Christmas songs. They can be slow, they can be fast, they can be old, they can be new. But here's your chance to flex some of your Christmas country music and share them with the listeners. You can include a little bit about why you like the song if you like, or you can just reply to that post with a comment to say, Hi, this is so-and-so, and I really like such-and-such. Depending on how many songs we get, we'll determine the length of that episode, but I'm really looking forward to talking to you about the anonymous listeners' top five and what else you guys come up with as well. Keep a lookout for that post on Facebook and Facebook group, and I'll share it on all the other Christmas podcast Facebook groups as well. So hopefully you'll all see it and you'll get a chance to send me your favourite songs. Well, that's it for this month's episode. So uh, I really enjoyed putting this one together. A little bit frustrating I couldn't find more songs to showcase. But uh, maybe it's because of the nature of the song being spiritual that it doesn't really highlight itself to become a bit more of a secular version. Maybe. I mean, we know of other religious songs that have become secular and and very, very common and very famous in the secular sector. But I do like to sing this one under my breath when I'm at Carols by Candlelight and I really like to hear it be sung by a choir. It is such a beautiful song. Alright, so here we are at the end of the episode, but stay tuned and hear another chapter of A Christmas Carol that I bought on vinyl and converted over onto digital so I can add it to the episode. And as usual, be excellent to each other and rock on. 
left the high road and soon approached a mansion. They went across the hall and into a long, bare, melancholy room. A lonely boy was reading near a feeble fire, and Scrooge sat down and wept to see his poor, forgotten self as he had used to be. Poor boy, poor boy. I wish I could, but it's too late now, too late. What is the matter? Oh, nothing, nothing. There was a boy singing a Christmas carol at my door last night. I should like to have given him something, that's all. It's too late now, too late. Oh!